Did you know that only about 2% of women consider themselves beautiful? I'm on a mission to smash that statistic because it is 100% unacceptable. Hi there, I'm Stephanie Snow, founder of The Beauty Revolution, a mind-body eating coach, an ordinary woman with an imperfect body, and your host for Flip the Beauty Script podcast. But enough about me, this is for you. Hey there, beautiful friend. Welcome back to Flip the Beauty Script podcast. Today, we're going to talk about television. Now, I am generally not a television watcher. I have a really hard time making myself sit down and watch something. Just, I don't know, I'm super fidgety and I always want to be doing something. So I have a hard time sitting to watch anything. But there is a show that I really like to watch that my husband and I watch together and it's The Voice. I don't know if you know this reality TV show, The Voice. Just in case you don't, it's a singing competition where the singers are chosen to be contestants based solely on their voices. There are four judges who each pick 12 singers to form their individual teams and who they then mentor and coach throughout the competition as the group gets narrowed down throughout the season to one final winner. The first several shows of each season are the blind auditions. This is my favorite part. So the judges' chairs are turned away from the stage so they can't see who the voice they are listening to is coming from. When a judge hears a voice that he or she falls in love with or that has that quality they're looking for, they push a button and their chair turns around. I love watching the judges' faces as they see the embodiment of what they've just heard. Many times they express surprise or shock or even confusion at the person on the stage. Now, although the physical packaging may not be as they expected, there's an instant connection because of their voice. Now, on the other hand, have you ever seen the episode of Britain's Got Talent, where an adorable lady from Scotland named Susan Boyle sang, I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables. If you haven't watched it, go look it up on YouTube. It's from 2009 and it is amazing. And the judges, Simon Cowell specifically, saw her come out on stage and practically dismissed her right off because of how she looked. And boy, were they wrong. And you can just watch Simon practically melt into a puddle during her performance as she just fell in love with her voice. Now, I love and appreciate good singers. What they can technically accomplish with their voices is astounding. The runs, the highs and the lows, the vibrato, not to mention the feelings and experiences they can convey through their voice and style that can make us laugh or cry or maybe even dance around the room. Now, if I was ever on The Voice, none of the judges would be turning around for my vocal talent unless they wanted to make sure the sound wasn't coming from an alien or a barnyard animal. And Simon would have been right in assuming that I can't sing. 
pretty sure the only puddle around him would be from the blood coming out of his ears. Yeah, there's a reason I never had a lead in any musicals I was in. It's fine. I have other talents. Okay, I'm not really that bad of a singer. But also, no one's ever asked me to sing a solo. So, we'll just leave it there. However, we each have an authentic, beautiful voice inside of us. And I don't necessarily mean the noises we make with our vocal cords. And many times we hide our voice or keep it quiet because we feel like it's not packaged the way society expects or demands it to be. So we choose not to use it for good or at all. But every voice is unique and needed in this worldwide choir. I feel like I've said it before, but it's worth repeating. Variety is an integral part of beauty, and it adds a dimension we can't experience any other way. Now think of the difference between a song sung all in unison versus the harmonizing of many different parts. I mean, there really is no comparison. Each voice adds texture, depth, and beauty. Now, I was doing a little bit of research for this episode because I'm not a musician. Yeah, I already riffed on how that talent skipped me over. Anyway, I found this in an article from the Kennedy Center website on understanding different voice types and specifically finding your personal vocal range. It says, Be aware that voices don't settle into their proper categories until well into adulthood. Do not use this guide as a way of defining your own voice. While one voice type may appeal to you more than the others, it is absolutely essential that you do not try to fit your voice into any specific category. This can be incredibly unhealthy. Allow your voice time to grow and develop. Enjoy the sound you have rather than pushing for the sound you'd like to have. Isn't that fascinating? What if we thought of this in the context of our unique bodies and our authentic beauty? Let me quote that again. Do not use this guide as a way of defining your own beauty. While one body type may appeal to you more than the others, it is absolutely essential that you do not try to fit your body into any specific category. This can be incredibly unhealthy. Allow your body time to grow and develop. Enjoy the body you have rather than pushing for the one you'd like to have. Dang, I mean, it fits right in there, doesn't it? Amazing. Now, there is nothing wrong with trying to better our bodies or ourselves, getting into better shape or getting stronger or fitter or healthier. But it is essential that we accept our bodies and ourselves as we are right now and approach any changes we want to make from a place of love. And just as there are many different categories of voices in singing, bass, baritone, tenor, countertenor, contralto, alto, mezzo-soprano, soprano. Yeah, I had to look those up too. 
And they are all awesome and complementary to each other and better all together. We are all better when we put our unique strengths and voices together too. So back to the reality show, The Voice. What if we were all blind to each other's physical traits and had to choose our team solely by the sound, quality, and integrity of their voices? Would that change how we see beauty in others? How about in ourselves? Well, I did a bit of research into how visually impaired people see beauty because I thought that would be very interesting to get their take. Now, their perspectives may make more sense than those of us who can see with our eyes. I watched a video that included interviews of some blind people about what beauty is to them. And here are some of their answers. Beauty is character, personality, the way a person carries themselves and how concerned they are for others' situations. Another person said, I feel like losing my sight was a blessing because I don't care what nationality someone is. I don't care how tall someone is. I don't care how big or small someone is. A person is beautiful because they are true to themselves. People doing and being what is right and good and caring about each other. An experience of living and finding joy. Joy is the most beautiful thing in the world. Someone else said, I don't think vision really plays that big of a role in beauty. I think it's the whole experience. Beauty is something or someone that has integrity, character, confidence, and intelligence. This one melted my heart. This man said, I liked how my wife's hand fit with mine. Beautiful. Someone else said, experience is beauty. The smell of warm baked cookies, the feel of a breeze against your skin, grass underneath your feet, calm and peace. Ah, aren't those all beautiful? Those all conjure up images and feelings of beauty inside of me as well. Blind people have to rely on others for physical information about beauty. And they are influenced by it and society's standards too, although generally to a lesser degree from what I've been able to find. What if we were all able to focus more on our own and others' inner voice, being, and essence rather than on the visual, outer, obvious characteristics? What if we were able to blind ourselves to those outer things and focus more on the insides? A quote I really like says, if only our eyes saw souls instead of bodies, how different our ideals of beauty would be. I agree 100%. Now for those of us who can use our physical eyes to see, it presents a bit of a challenge because it is hard to just blind yourself to what you see physically. And honestly, Physical characteristics and the things that we do see are an integral and important part of what we call beauty as well. So I don't want to just completely throw that out of the picture because that is a part of beauty. I think the key is how do we more look at all of the aspects of someone 
and not let the physical piece be the dominant one as we're judging ourselves and other people. Now, as we're talking about this, uh, I'm thinking of a movie. Since we've been talking about TV shows, we might as well throw a movie in there. Uh, I was thinking of the movie Shrek. Remember when he's talking to his donkey and he says, there's a lot more to ogres than people think and that ogres have layers like onions and you have to keep peeling them back to see into the real ogre inside. I think we're all a bit like ogres and onions and we all have so much inside of us that is beautiful and valuable and unique. And sometimes we stop at the outer layer We don't bother finding out what is behind or inside the other layers. Depending on the person, it may take several layers to get through, depending on what they may have been through in their life, or what they may have felt the need to hide or cover over or forget about or shove down. There might have been so many layers put on because of who knows what. But behind and underneath all those layers is a beauty in everyone. And yes, that includes you, even if you might not think it. I'm going to quote again Marjorie Pay Hinckley, who I know I've quoted before and I love her. She said, there isn't a person you wouldn't love if you could read their story. And that sentiment to me is so beautiful. And I think it's true. If we, if we could know people's story And where they came from, what they've been through, we will be able to love and appreciate them more. And I think I've touched on that a little bit before, but maybe you need to delve into your own story too. If you find yourself being overly judgmental about anything about yourself, go within and look at your story. What have you been through and who are you really? And it will help you to be a little more loving And maybe to see a little bit more of that beauty that's inside of you down beneath all those layers. Well, I feel like we've covered a lot of territory today. We went from The Voice to Britain's Got Talent to some academic research and ending up with a Disney movie. I don't know. Is Shrek Disney? Kid movie? Whatever. Uh... And we've talked about a lot of different things, ogres and onions and voices, and here we are. I want to read one more time to you the quote about finding your personal vocal range after all we've talked about. Be aware that voices don't settle into their proper categories until well into adulthood. Do not use this guide as a way of defining your own voice. While one voice type may appeal to you more than the others, it is absolutely essential that you do not try to fit your voice into any specific category. This can be incredibly unhealthy. Allow your voice time to grow and develop. Enjoy the sound you have rather than pushing for the sound you'd like to have. I don't know if that resonates any differently with you this time than when we read it before, but it does to me. It makes me want to celebrate my voice, my beauty, and how I show up in the world. It doesn't need to fit into any category or any box. 
doesn't have to have a specific name or label put on it. It's just me. And that's what makes it beautiful. And you and your voice are you, which is what make you beautiful. And every other person in this whole wide world choir has their own unique voice, which when we can put them all together and use them for good, oh, the beautiful music we can make. So I urge you to go out and use that voice to make this world more beautiful today. I also just really want to thank you for hanging out with me on Flip the Beauty Script podcast. I'm having so much fun talking about all these things that mean so much to me, and I hope that they are making a difference for you in your world and how you feel about yourself and how you see beauty in the world around you and the people around you. If you're enjoying Flip the Beauty Script, please give us a rate and a review so others can find us and share us with your friends so we can help others see their unique beauty as well. Thanks and have a beautiful day.